Oh, John, I've got to mute myself because my daughter's making loads of noise in the background. Well, thank you for being considerate. That's not normally what you do. Normally, we just hear all the screams and the thuds and the clunks. Yeah, that's that's the price I pay for not having a dedicated studio. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Well, I'm going to put a studio in my garden. I'm going to get a massive shed and I'm going to stick it all out there and I can't wait. Oh, that's your building project for the year, is it? Building your own studio. Fact, you know what? I'm going to stick it in my attic, actually. I'm going to stick it in my attic. Anyway, you just, sorry. You just decide you're going to have a studio and you don't know where you're going to put it. It's going to end up in the car, isn't it? In the car. Totally could do that. Yeah, totally could. In a van. Anyway, right. Onwards. Yes, so hello one and all. Thank you for joining us yet again. This is Sheer Isolation with myself, John in Cricklade, and Kieran is over in Trowbridge. The purpose of this show is to do our best to promote the local music scene across the west of England. And uh, today's guest is a chap called Adam Horowitz, who is part of the team at Stroud Times, which is a new uh, online, properly local uh, newspaper. Can we call it a newspaper if it's online? I don't know what the proper word is. Yeah, well, that is a good question. We should have asked him. What do we call this, Adam? Yeah. A team of guys uh, and girls in Stroud have set up uh, this new online article generator. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it they, they, it doesn't involved. generate them automatically. They have to write them. <laughs> That's the point about it, isn't it, compared to all the others which seem to generate them automatically. Anyway. It, yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. So we'll be chatting to him later on. Uh, we've got a couple of tunes to cram in, uh, as always. But we are going to start this week's show just by... Uh, Paying our respects to uh, a fellow music promoter and, and journalist who sadly passed away a couple of weeks ago, which is Flicky Harrison from Swindon. It's incredibly sad news to learn of anybody's passing, especially when they're, they're not that old. And so Flicky was one of those people that she gave a lot. Um, I met her in Swindon in approximately 2004. So it wasn't long after I'd started promoting. And I'd gone to Swindon to, to work and do some promotions at the Vic in Swindon with David. David Young, who'd previously been a guest on here. She was one of the first people I met, and David said, contact Flicky, tell her about your show, send her the information, she'll put it in the advertiser, she'll probably put a picture up of the band, you know, she's, she's a great person to know. And so I started doing that, and you know, as things progress, she progresses, the gigs progress, and you sort of build up this normal working relationship with them where you regularly send them information and they write about it. And she was just one of those contacts that I had regular contact with. And she was really helpful, really supportive. Um, she suggested stuff you know, when we needed suggesting. She chased things when it needed to be chased. She was just really, really good person. And to extend that beyond the music, obviously, she did that for the paper, for other, for other people. And as a consequence, she built up quite a reputation. So she was, she was, she was charming. She was fun. And she, she's going to leave a massive gap, a space where... Like I say, she gave so much. So she's a big, big loss to, to Swindon and obviously to her friends and family. So it's very sad news and I'm very sad to hear of her going. She, she went all too young. Now, uh, she also had uh, a video recording company that she, she did herself. And she recorded quite a lot of uh, choirs and, and a few bands as well. Uh, and that you can go find them on, on YouTube. I had the most loveliest little experience then because as we were getting into doing this podcast today i did a little obviously do a little bit of research check out various websites and stuff and i came across her video production website and scrolled down to a really old product video that she produced of a devices band called white knuckle bride and it's a chap called adam who he was into sort of 80s hair metal and he had a perm and there's a picture of him with hair now i saw him a few weeks ago in chippenham and he's got no hair it's all gone too much perming it ruined it it's all gone. 
Um, so that was really lovely, actually. So yeah, she does have a, she does did have a video production, and there's some wonderful choirs on there, and, and from from all all over the country, not just local. I discovered. I, I believe you picked a, a video in in connection to this for our first track of the day. Uh, an artist called Emily Barker, and um, she actually lovely link to our guest is she actually lives in Stroud. She's an Australian who has moved over here. She married a chap called Lucas Drinkwater, who is an upright double bassist. He's much in demand within the folk world. And they created, they got married, produced a super power couple who were just winning awards left, right and centre. And I picked a track by her called History. Um, and it's off her new album. This song's only been out not long at all. Um, it's a brand new track, brand new album. Um, and it's called History by Emily Barker. the world a place easier for me money in my pockets over centuries I'm a celebrated sinner with statues in the park this world I made is harder the more your skin is dark I covered all my tracks and books on history Justified my actions through anthropology I chose what to remember and what we should forget I covered all my tracks in your blood and sweat This machine runs on its own Cut the branch, cut the wheel This machine runs on its own Sixty-five. Everyone is free, but I still get my labor. Complimentary. Who is working in the prisons now? Look and you will see that in 1865 I disguised slavery. This machine runs on its own.
So that was Emily Barker. And we've broken the theme now, Kieran, because for the last few shows, we've had tracks of people who were local who now live in Australia and New Zealand. And now Emily's come the other way. She's, she's from Australia to us. She, she toured the UK because she was in a band called Emily Barker and the Red Clay. Oh, no, they were just called the Red Clay Halo. Or was it Emily Barker and the Red Clay Halo? I can't remember. Anyway, Emily Barker and the Red Clay Halo. They toured the UK. They released a split seven inch with Frank Turner. She bumped into Lucas along these travels. They fell hopelessly in love and she couldn't leave the country. That was that was it. It's like we've gone some, through some kind of weird musician exchange. It is a musician exchange. My wife just shouted, is that true? Yes, Zoe, it's true. As if Kieran would make anything <laughs> up on here. Would I make anything up? I mean, obviously, I mean, maybe I'm, a lab, I'm making it sound like Disney. Obviously, it probably wasn't like Disney. She probably went back to Australia and was, came back to the UK and bumped into him again. I was like, I really liked you. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it. All I know is they fell in love and they got married. All right. Let's be Disney for a moment. Um, Product sorry, placement, Kieran. Product placement. Product. Oh, so, yes. I ordered this CD from Sound Knowledge in Marlborough. Um, I asked Roger to get it for me. And he said, Kieran, it's coming. I said, brilliant. I come and collect it. Thanks very much. So I, in a, I just popped around his house. I was passing. I thought, oh, I'll see Roger because he's always in. He's not working at the moment because the shop's shut. And I knocked on the door and he'd bloody gone out to the shop, hadn't he? I didn't see him, so his wife gave it to me. She's like, oh, do you have to pay for it? I was like, nope, bye. No, I did. I did pay for it. <laughs> and it is? Uh, sorry, the, the CD is a band called Charlie Bliss. So Barry, Oxygen Thief, he keeps going on about how much he loves this album. And I did like the track Percolator, which I think I saw on YouTube and Bandcamp and all the rest of it. And I really I thought, oh, give it a go, I'll buy it. It's been spinning in my car, and it's a really enjoyable album. But... Every time I listen to the album, it makes me think of British band Joanna Gruesome, who I love and adore. So every time I listen to this, I just want to listen to Joanna Gruesome. Anyway, there you go. Buy records from your local record shops because you're keeping Roger in business. One more. What was the name of the album? Uh, it was called Guppy. Eventually, I do get all the relevant information out of you. It, it, sometimes it does take me a while. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But yes, um, American band, very, very good. Um, hopefully one day tour the UK again. This week we are joined by Adam Horowitz, who is part of the team at the Stroud Times. Now, the Stroud Times is a newly set up online equivalent to a newspaper, a proper community-based and community-written, article-driven website with, without going down the route of clickbait and excessive advertising. We thought we'd invite uh, Adam on to talk about He's uh, He looks after the art section of, of, the, of the publication, so we thought it'd be ideal to talk to him about the uh, Stroud music scene and a few other bits as well. Okay, well, let, let's start for the main reason that, that uh, I invited you guys on, which was about Stroud Times, which is a new online publication, isn't it, for Stroud? Do you want to tell us how that's come about? For several years, uh, Ash Loveridge, who's the editor of uh, Stroud Times, who's been working, had been working at the at a rival paper, shall we say, was t- talking about setting something up. And then in the uh, pandemic, he was uh, furloughed and then made redundant. And uh, it snowballed from there. And uh, the, his, uh, one of his co-founders, Matt Bigwood, helped set up the uh, Wooten Times. A month, I think it's a monthly newspaper for Wooten. Since Stroud Life uh, newspaper that the Citizen used to put out disappeared, there's been kind of need for something because in these straightened times local journalism is struggling to keep the interesting things like sports and arts and just it's just going for local news on on the whole 
and anything that brings in advertising. So this is there's been a crying need to do something that doesn't have clickbait articles, endless, relentless pop-ups coming onto the website all the time. And it just seemed like the perfect time. And I'd worked with Ash at the other paper at the beginning of the new millennium for a few years. I was the arts editor and I got invited on board to be Stroud Times arts correspondent. For myself, being a, trained up as a local journalist, I, I find it really heart-wrenching that I don't like going onto local news websites because of all the clickbait and because you have to answer questionnaires to read articles, and it just really puts me off. So how are you approaching it that that's not going to happen? Just going for advertising that uh, it kind of sits in the article rather than jumps all over the article. Carl Hewlett, the other founder, has designed a, a, a website that looks really graceful and accommodates advertising without without it basically rolling up to you like a very drunk man at a at a party and breathing in your face some sums up local news websites completely that does so yeah, yeah i'm afraid it does yes <laughs> obviously uh, you 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 help write and, and edit the, the the news that goes on the websites do you finding that people are less interested in genuinely fully researched news stories and do they just want like that immediate hit because I often find, like, if you left a news story a couple of days so that you could figure out what's going on and then wrote about it, the article was always going to be a lot more accurate than it would be if you've just long out the day that something happened. It's a little bit more of a lifestyle magazine to it, with some, uh, with a, some hard news element. The remit of Stroud Times uh, that Ash, Matt and Carl have come up with is to, uh, to present uh, news as positively as possible. So not, we're not chasing stories about uh, whoever did whatever to whoever in in the streets it's about presenting something a little more wide-ranging and there's there are other things in Stroud like Amplify Stroud is set up to do the campaigning and investigative journalism it it kind of there there are neat crossovers where things can other things fit in and do you think this is the future of journalism is this is this how it's going to be done now Possibly. I don't know. I mean, it's whether you can afford to set something up. We can't, I mean, we, it's too difficult to set up a print thing. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I personally a firm believer in print, if, if at all possible, because it, it does, as you say, it gives you time to cogitate a little and think about the story rather than just be reactive. There is definite necessity for that sort of thinking as well. Adam, I suppose it's worth us talking about your particular role, which is to do with arts. And that kind of links into to what we're doing here in, in promoting uh, local music and local art and local theatre and doing whatever we can to trust, give the whole industry yeah. a bit of a, a step up after a year of complete deadness, really. So so yeah. uh, for people who aren't too familiar with what's going on in Stroud, do you want to give us a quick summary? I know it's quite a lively town. Well, when, when there's not a, a pandemic and a, a, a series of never-ending seeming lockdowns, yes. I mean, all, all of the uh, good stuff is uh, kind of like seeds waiting for the spring just about ready to come come back out so i mean there's places pubs like the prince albert which is a nationally recognized live music venue which has struggled in fact the, one of the nice things that's happening at the moment is uh, sound records one of the two uh, record shops in stroud uh, has just set up their own record label or get also called sound records and the first album they're putting out is an album of 500 a limited edition 500 copies of experimental electronica including Mermaid Chunky, who I've sent you the uh, tune for, and various others, including Neil Arthur from Blamange, who lives in the area. And it's a oh, fundraiser. Wow. Uh, this will be a fundraiser to help keep the Prince Albert going 
I mean, as I say, I was the arts editor for years back in the early part of the, this millennium. And it, the, the art scene, as exemplified by Stroud Valley Art Space and an awful lot of people doing things independently is huge. There's an awful lot of writers, poets, uh, novelists around. It, it, stylistically, anyway, a very diverse range of mus musicians around. Everything from kind of heavy rock to very wibbly and strange electronica, which is covers covers most of the bases you want. Stroud is very much seen as like so independent and has really does have its own identity and it's really not doing things that everybody else is doing. It's it's so sort of fresh and unique. Um, and I love to go on about the musicians there. I've got a few friends who have moved there from London or from Brighton because of how it's perceived. I've got yes. like Jack Orion, he's in a band called Tankers the Henge. He moved there. I think he's got a studio that has uh, opens out onto a stream. And it's just this really lovely environment to be making music. You just don't seem to get anywhere else at the generally speaking, it's a really unique place. I mean there there are there are kind of exemplars, similar places. Uh, Hebden Bridge up in Yorkshire has a similar yes. feel to it. And one of the nice things about Stroud is that at its best anyway. It's not always like this, but it can be very much like a northern town, quite open, quite, you know, quite friendly. Now, one of the uh, events that Stroud's really well known for is the uh, Stroud Fringe Festival. Now, at the moment, we're not sure if it's definitely going ahead. I mean, it is later in the year, so fingers crossed it will. But, but that is one of those events where just the entire town really jumps on board and gets involved, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Fringe Festival uh, it was started in 1997 because there's, there's a... There's a Stroud Arts Festival that, uh, that's actually celebrating its 75th anniversary this year, okay. uh, and, and it used to it used to have a fixed October date. And the Fringe Festival was set up because that dealt with uh, the kind of the high arts, so it brought ballet and opera and all sorts to Stroud and kind of uh, very kind of high highfalutin poetry events and so on. And so the Fringe Festival was set up as a bit of a rebellion to kind of say, hi, this is great, but we're also doing all of this mayhem. And it, it struggled to get funding, uh, but it was always very popular, um, kind of stalls and performers and jugglers, music musicians. And it's just, it's gone through various iterations. There was, there was a fallow period in the late, uh, late, uh, uh, late part of last decade. And then it came back and then it became very successful. And they, they put on a block party that just attracted so many people that the council freaked, about, freaked out a little bit. And it, there, there's been a lot of toing and froing and negotiating as to how to get it back. Stroud has a multitude of festivals now. Well, I was about to say, you're mentioning a third or fourth one now, and that's sensational as a, as a way of describing what Stroud is about. Yeah, and there's a book festival that was set up a few years ago that I've been involved in. There's theatre festival set up by John Bassett. There's uh, all, all sorts of amazing little little tiny festivals. The textile festival that, uh, that's been going on on and off for years. There's kind of the, uh, the open studios uh, site festival. So um, Adam, the question yeah. is, why? Why is Stroud like this? Why does it attract these people? How, how does it do these things in a way that other people can't, that makes it so successful and engaging and interesting? I'm not entirely sure, but I mean, I, it, it, it started to happen in the early 70s. I mean, I, 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 I moved, we moved, my parents moved here when I was three months old uh, as part of the uh, let, let's get the heck out of London uh, generation uh, post, post the, the hippie era. And 
and that that happened a lot. So it, it, it initially it, it, places were bought by uh, struggling artists uh, from London and elsewhere, and it, and the scene developed. But it, there's always been a connection because uh, Stroud has had a strong connection to the arts and crafts movement. So it goes back a century and more, and it's got Whiteway Colony just up the hill beyond Bisley, uh, which was a, a, an anarchist and kind of trot, uh, Trotskyan socialist uh, commune. Uh, the, the, uh, Gandhi visited, Emma Goldman, the famous anarchist, visited, all sorts. The, it it, it wow. has always had a rebellious streak. Yeah, I've always thought Stroud had a balance. really interesting balance of um, people yeah. very politically opinionated compared to the people who are just what I would consider to be like the stereotypical 70s hippie and they seem to both be able to live in perfect harmony. I wouldn't say perfect harmony but they don't do too bad. <laughs> so uh, if, if we go back to, to Stroud Times how, how do people find out more about it? Where, where do they find you? Uh, it's stroudtimes.com. It, it, it's just there on the website on Facebook as well and Twitter and just bringing po- uh, reasonably positive news about the town. Cool. And, and I really wish it all the best because, as, as we said at, at the beginning, the local journalism, particularly online, I, I feel like it's losing its way and it's being drowned in clickbait. So I, I really hope that this is a kind of a successful um, template that others can follow. Well, that would be wonderful because, uh, yeah, I mean, small towns need reasonable journalism that actually talks to them about themselves. I couldn't agree more. That's exactly what... I'm noticing with various towns that I work in is exactly that. There's almost like it lacks a communal place where people can get their information from or about themselves, exactly that, about their town. One final question just about the the track you picked, which is uh, the band's called uh, Mermaid Chunky, right? They uh, released their debut album, uh, Vest, the end of last year, limited edition of vinyl and uh, it's available on Bandcamp. And they... they, uh, I don't know the name of the other other one, but uh, Moina, uh, one half of Mermaid Chunky, is the daughter of the people who set up uh, Stroud Valley Art Space. And they kind of got one foot in Stroud and one foot in the North London experimental music scene. And they're, they're, they're great fun to see live because they, th- they throw all sorts of instruments around the stage and various props. And it's, yeah, it's, it's good, strange, experimental music. Wonderful, brilliant, thank you. And this right up my alley. <laughs> cool. And uh, and this track is Gemini Girls. Gemma. 
Gemini girls wear Gemini shoes Sinking in caramel, stick it to the rules Don't rip your dress on my lap, land lap Lap, lap, land lap Gemini girls wear Gemini shoes Sinking in caramel, stick it to the rules Don't rip your dress on my lap, land lap Lap, lap, land lap Lapping up, lost in the prairie Sugar ice, baby, come on Whip it up, whip it up If you're looking for love With a sugar ice pack color Sugar, 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 sugar My God, I scream The track is Gemini Girls, and the track is yeah. Mermaid Chunky. The Mermaid Chunky. Mermaid Chunky. Something, something about that that I think to myself, that's not very PC. <laughs> time for some news. We're running out of time, Kieran. God, time for some news. Um, bookings are going crazy, aren't they? Yes, bookings are going crazy. In fact, the news is um, we, we will get someone from Trowbridge Town Hall onto the session um, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Um, to talk about it but um, basically Trebridge Town Hall have got a program of music that's fundamentally booked and in the can and they're ready to they're getting prepared to announce it which is terribly exciting in fact I've just been writing a tech spec for the venue so they can start sending out to their um, to their musicians so that's brilliant Um, but the big news I guess really is um, yesterday I had a meeting with a company called Life 2020 and they are a Bristol-based organization a collective that um, they they operate within the black community about in, in, in sort of enabling people, um, platforming people, connecting people, networking, supporting each other, that sort of thing. They're going to bring a networking event to Trowbridge. A networking event will be um, aimed at young people, getting people talking, you know, getting things happening, all exciting stuff. And it's going to end with some live music. And then what, with any luck, what's going to happen is they're going to enjoy the experience so much. Why would you not? It's a great town, great venue. Um, they're going to then program monthly music nights, which they're going to program um, from all over the Southwest. But it's all going to be music that traditionally I probably wouldn't have put on. I wouldn't have advertised. I wouldn't have platformed it for no particular reason. But it's not necessarily, I don't know, something that I would necessarily listen to. And so what we're, we're really trying to make strides here and, and platform and really reach out to a much broader spectrum of the community so with any luck live 2020 will have some great news for us very very soon kieran you are only one man you cannot promote absolutely everything although i'm sure if you had the time you would if you know i want diversity i want integration i want all these things and it's all very well me saying that um but at the end of the day i'm one guy as you say and i'm i'm also a white guy i don't want to be white guy savior you know champion black people what i want is the black musicians and and anybody out there that wants who feels that they have they should have the opportunity to perform in these sorts of venues and shouldn't be held back by anything they absolutely should and these people uh, this organization life 2020 are going to do that and they're going to platform these people they're going to they're going to use the correct sort of language and the correct sort of advertising stuff that simply i just don't understand because it's not my culture and that's going to be the telling difference between whether it's successful or not it's not some guy trying to do it who doesn't really know what he's talking about. It's actually a group of people who are just great in their own right. You've now given the opportunity that they previously weren't allowed, it weren't given to them. Going back to all these uh, dates you're getting in the diary, I worry that we're going to end up going from a year of no gigs to having to pick between 10 gigs every night because everybody's rushing to get themselves booked into venues. 
that probably will happen later in the year, almost certainly, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's something for us to look forward to later in the year, isn't it? Right, we will wrap things up then. So cheerisolation at gmail.com is the email address if you want to get in touch with us to send us any tracks or tunes or gig listings or anything that's going on. Uh, we always look forward to uh, receiving emails, particularly about new music. Kieran just absorbs new music like a, a musical sponge. A wet sponge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, we will go our separate ways for another week Kieran so thank you very much for another interesting half hour always a pleasure never a chore you know that John indeed I do Uh, thanks for listening and watching everybody we will be back next week bye bye take care bye